0: I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, Small Business Advanced Tax Planning and Compliance Extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide.
1: Welcome to the Abundant Beans thanksgiving 2020 episode and you are hearing the voice of Stephen andrews the producer of the abundant beans podcast i work hand in hand with jamie to produce the best podcast that we possibly can for you guys but for this Episode I just need 10 minutes of your time, and I'm going to give you five actionable steps on how to improve your business and improve the teamwork within your organization based purely on gratitude, feeling safe, and loving what you do. So, first up, we've got Jason True on how a leader of an organization or a leader of a team can open up and help the rest of his team feel safe in the space
2: i'm trying to ask them something where they feel grateful or really positive or will get to some memory that will be really good mm-hmm. because they've shown in studies that when you do that um, it emits you know all these positive chemicals mm-hmm. and they get pretty excited about it so you know i'll ask people a question like who's your personal hero or another version is you know if you could say thank you to one person that helped you in your life you know, who is that person and what do they do, right? I love that. Either one allows you an opportunity to share a pretty deep experience and anchor it in a person.
0: That's so cool.
2: Because if you ask a question, like I'll ask people a question in the past, like what are you most grateful for?
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I That, because I don't necessarily anchor it in an individual, I don't know where it's gonna go. But usually when you talk about a person, that'll evoke some level of emotion in a deep one and get people going, right? And then you just go on and ask other questions from there in the group. And what happens is, and then everyone answers the same question, right, in the group. So, and then if you're doing it in a group, the most senior person goes because they've got, they, like, senior meaning if you're in a company and you work with them, whoever is the highest level person, mm-hmm. because then they're, sh- they're saying it's safe to share with them, right,
3: unconsciously.
1: That was great from Jason. Next, we move on to the one, the only, the Kyle Matthews. In this clip, Kyle's talking about having resilient relationships. Now, this is extremely important for your business with the people that you are doing business with. How can you be more resilient? What sort of gratefulness plays into that? Take it away, Kyle.
4: Having a relationship Mm -hmm. with a customer that is resilient enough to allow for a second chance
0: Mm -hmm.
4: i love that because at the end of the day we're all gonna mess up Mm
0: -hmm. we're We're you it's really cool um
4: but to have a relationship to the point where you get that phone call Mm -hmm. and hey like here's what happened right Mm -hmm. i think i said on the last uh podcast last time I was here, uh, was that extreme ownership mentality mm-hmm. of, shoot,
0: mm-hmm.
4: so sorry, mm-hmm. you know, how would you like to, to remedy this situation? Mm-hmm. You know, here's what I propose, here's what we can do.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And and I think that that is a, a piece of business that's overlooked. And I think that, unfortunately, it's a differentiating factor. It is. Because people much. come say, we're the best, this is what we do. And mm-hmm. it's like, well... Uh, Yes, but, you know, I think what really defines uh, an organization Mm -hmm. is um, what they do when things don't go quite so well.
1: Kyle is providing some of the best insights from here in the Denver area out to the rest of the world. Moving to our next clip, we've got Josh Weissman and his take on what a positive work environment is. And how you as a leader can help create that positive work environment.
3: So a positive environment for me, that's a great question. Positive environment for me is an environment in which people can feel like they are doing fulfilling work. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, fulfilling work means a lot of things. So I think it's helpful to start to clarify what isn't a positive environment. Mm. A positive environment is not kumbaya. Right? A positive environment is not everybody's opinion, you know, counts all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, A positive environment is not hand-holding or back-patting. You know, it's not about, um, you know, the sort of toxic or false positivity Mm -hmm. uh, that you see a lot of kind of throughout the world, I think. It's not about entitlement. A positive environment is about helping people fulfill their potential Mm -hmm. and helping them really feel fulfilled by their work through a sense of meaningfulness. And sometimes that's really hard work. You know, sometimes meaningful work is really difficult, can be really stressful, can be really challenging. And that's no different in veterinary medicine. Some of the things that we encounter in vet med are really, really hard uh, emotionally difficult, sometimes morally difficult, certainly uh, physically and psychologically difficult. But creating an environment that's focused on what's best in people, focused on uh, building up and leveraging those best components focused on really helping people fulfill their potential, whether it be within that particular environment or elsewhere, uh, is what I think is is a positive workplace.
1: Next up, we've got Patrick Kelly, who prior to the COVID pandemic, prior to organizations all over the country, all over the world being forced into remote work, was helping teams figure out how to do it. Now that we're all here, this is definitely something that you want to pay attention to.
0: So um, how does culture building work with distributed teams?
5: Oh, yeah. Like remote and yeah. all over the place? Yeah. Um, working on that with a client right now, who they're all remote. Um, it requires much more intentionality. Again, clear focus mm-hmm. and understanding. Um, and, and, and really building that relationship within the team, and especially the mentor, where they want to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, but if you create a vision that everybody's behind, mm-hmm. it it's getting people to do the right thing even when nobody's watching. know, mm-hmm. I think that that's what a strong culture is, is how do you get people to do the right thing even though they're in their own office where it's easy to slack or whatever, but they, they feel engaged and they want to do it. Um, building great, strong communication, mm-hmm. creating opportunities and events to interact, um, I would even say having monthly check-ins just to see how people are doing, mm-hmm. what's going on, what can we help with. You f- start facilitating some of those conversations, you can engage people. Because mm-hmm. it can get lonely. I mean, you know, like if you're if you're always working from home, there's there's some interaction piece. Mm-hmm. People crave, mostly, I mean, I know there's a lot of introverts, but even still introverts, people want human interaction. Yeah, we do. They want relationships. They want to engage. So focus on, even though you're, you're dispersed, creating those strong relationships
1: mm-hmm.
5: and you'll get people to to engage and and be a part of the journey
0: I love it Um, I have a client who has a distributed team um, and they'll have they'll just do zoom calls Mm -hmm. where they're all in there and they'll all just be like working or handling their things or whatever but they're all together Yep. I think it's brilliant it is brilliant
1: and finally to round us out Taylor Worthington on making sure that you have the right team that aligns with your values that cares about what you want to do and how you want to do it having the right people around you makes the biggest difference in delegating and getting tasks done as well as pushing your business forward in the direction that you want to move it
0: so what would be the one piece of advice that you would give a startup practice um either medical dental or
1: veterinarian I would say surround yourself with people that are going to align with your values Mm -hmm. and really...
0: Figure out what those are.
1: Figure out what those are, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think if you need to start with writing your mission statement and your value statement, Mm -hmm. a lot of business owners know to do that because they've been through business school. Mm -hmm. A lot of veterinary and dental owners Mm -hmm. don't because Mm -hmm. they take one business class and they call it good. I mean, it's just the it's just Mm -hmm. the way it is. They're focused on getting their degree Mm -hmm. and they want to do that. So I would say focus on your values, figure out what's important to you Mm -hmm. and then surround yourself with people that lift you up. Yeah, whether that's a, a good banker, a good accountant, mm-hmm. a good lawyer, whatever, whoever some you rocks trust, our staff. exactly. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you have resources not only inside, internal to your business, mm-hmm. but external to your business that can really help propel you forward. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, thank you. It was <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant.